For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam Hallelujah to his name. It's such a joy to come your way once again with the word of his grace. Hallelujah. I trust you're doing great. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you that as we hear this word, we are translated according to the image that we see in the word. And as light and revelation comes to us, we are able to live a life of fruitfulness to the glory of your name, even in the name of Jesus. Beholding you and as we see you edified, you are glorified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm dealing with a very important topic the blessings of Abraham or the blessing of Abraham or Abraham's blessing. What exactly is this blessing? Many have linked this blessing to material things. It's, it's, it's pathetic. It's unfortunate. But I trust that the word of God will bring clarity to this particular topic. The blessing of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. And, and some of us have sung, um, and for maybe our international audience, we may not know the song, but for us here, it's, it's a very interesting song. I, I am blessed in the morning, I am blessed in the evening, Abraham's blessings are mine. So we, we, we always want to link our material wealth to Abraham's blessings. So we want to understand what the blessing of Abraham is, and by reason of this understanding, it begins to inform what we even sing, even as a song, Abraham's blessing. Hallelujah. And, and this song is mostly sung when we are picking or we are taking offerings. When we are taking offerings. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the living God. I want you to buckle your seatbelts as we enter into this very word in the name of Jesus. Abraham was an idol worshiper called by God. One can read the story or the story of Abraham from Genesis chapter 12 to Genesis chapter 25. Genesis chapter 12 to Genesis chapter 25. It captures the story of Abraham. Certain texts speaks of Abraham as being blessed. Three texts of Genesis speak of his blessings. And we are going to look at that shortly. Genesis chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. Genesis 12, 2 and 3. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be, shalt be a blessing. Verse 3, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. We shall examine the meaning of this latter 
or later we will understand why we examine it later we will see what it means later genesis 14 18 to 19 gives us another aspect of his blessing and melchizedek king of salem brought forth bread and wine and he was the priest of the most high god and he blessed him and said and said blessed be abram of the most high god possessor of heaven and earth we shall equally examine this too later genesis chapter 24 34 to 35 gives us the third scripture concerning the blessing of abraham 34 of genesis chapter 24 and he said i am abraham's servant and the lord hath blessed my master greatly greatly and he is become great and he hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses this is a servant's testimony and not worth giving doctrinal flavor to it's simply a fact observed by his staff Abraham never mentioned that as his blessing. There was no other other angelic host account to that effect. We never had God said that as his blessing. We'll talk about that later. We'll explain it. Two key issues here. Abraham wasn't a pauper or poor man when God called him in chapter 12. This is who he was. Even though he advanced much after his materially, or after this materially, his and, and his business prospered, of course, we must pay attention to detail. We are saying that even though he advanced much after this materially, and his business, of course, prospered, the believer who is a student of the scriptures must pay attention to detail so that we are not swayed off by what we thought we had read. We, must, we may have read, but we may not have read well. Praise the living God. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 12, verse 5. I'm, I'm building it slowly so that you follow carefully. Praise the living God. Genesis chapter 12, verse 5. And Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, that's his nephew, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that he had gotten in Haram. And they went forth into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. I hope you just heard that. He was a businessman. He has substance and stuff. Genesis 13. Let's go to Genesis 13. 2, 5, and I will be picking out. Let's go to Genesis 13 verse 2. And Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver and in gold. Let's go to verse 5. And Lot also, which went with Abraham, had flocks and herd and tents. Let's go to verse 7. And there was a strife between herdmen of Abraham's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanites and the Perizzites dwelled then in the land. That said, let's examine what Genesis chapter 2 Genesis chapter 12, 2 and 3 means. Let's examine it carefully. The epistle explains the scenes and events of the Old Testament. 
the epistles explain the events or the scenes and events of the Old Testament. Let's look at what Paul said in Galatians in relation to Abraham in chapter 3 and verse 8. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. It was the gospel of God preached to Abraham. How was it preached? In thee shall all nations be blessed. Justify the heathen through faith. Glory to Jesus. Paul mentioned sin and no one had material wealth in mind. No one. Let's go to Acts chapter 3, 25 to 27. The very lengthy sermon by Peter in the book of Acts. Verse 25. Ye are the children of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Verse 26. Unto you first God, having raised up his son, Jesus, sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you from his iniquities, the sacrifice of his son for sins, hereby justifying the sinner is the blessing. The sacrifice of his son for sins, hereby justifying the, the sinner is the blessing. This will soon be more explicit, I know. It will be very clear to us very soon. A serious observer will notice that Abraham's blessing was used in a singular form throughout the epistle. It's very, very instructive. As when you observe very closely, you will see that we never had Abraham's blessings. It was blessing, blessing, blessing. And the singular use of blessing was, was, what, was what was throughout the epistles. Again, we shall see this very clear soon. Let's go to the second account in Genesis chapter 14. A second account in Genesis chapter 14 where the blessing of Abraham is mentioned. Melchizedek meeting with Abraham was mentioned in the book of Hebrews. And we are seeing that the epistles explain the accounts and the events and the scenes of the Old Testament. So let's go to the writer of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 1. What he said concerning Abraham and Melchizedek. Which will be the second scenario you are looking at in Genesis chapter 14. I hope it's clear. Now, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. He was referring to as a priest. They stand in gap for others for touching sins. Are, are you catching it? Let's go to chapter 5, verse 1 of Hebrews. Hebrews, chapter 5, verse 1. For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in the things pertaining to God that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sin. So that, that's how Melchizedek comes in. He's mentioned as the priest. Of the Most High God pertaining or touching sins. Pertaining to sins. Now let's come, let, let's go, let's move on closely. So clear enough, priests don't make you wealthy. Priests don't make you wealthy. 
Now, let's consider a few salient issues. Abraham's blessing is taught through the epistles and non-mentioned wealth. None. There cannot be any connection to wealth when it comes to the blessing of Abraham. Jesus never referred to his wealth either. A very elaborate one is in Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. And we are going to read from verse 1 to 13 so that you understand very clearly what we mean by the blessing of Abraham. What shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. What saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. Now, to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. So if, if I work, I am supposed to be paid. Now, my wage is, is connected to my work. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Glory to Jesus. Abraham believed without works. He, he, he was justified. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man, unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. Verse 7, saying, Blessed be, blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh this blessedness, then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision also. Paul is trying to bring an argument here. He's, he's, trying to, he's trying to work out something here. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. He's building an argument here. He's building a point here. Verse 10. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision, when he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision, not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision, because as at the time the blessing was promised Abraham, Abraham was not in circumcision. He was uncircumcised. Verse 11. And he received the sign of circumcision a seal of righteousness of the faith which he had yet been uncircumcised. Mm. Hallelujah. I hope you are following closely. That he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. It's talking about the heathen. Mm, glory to Jesus. Verse 12. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Mm. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith, through the righteousness of faith, 
Righteousness through faith, which will be justification apart from works. Righteousness through faith, which will be justification apart from works, the works of the law. Another text in Galatians it is instructive. Galatians chapter 3, 7 to 14. Galatians chapter 3, 7 to 14. I hope you're following closely. The blessings of Abraham is not connected to material wealth. And we are trying to establish that so you are very, 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 very clear in your mind, in, in your doctrine. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3, 7 to 14. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. So we are children of Abraham today, not because we are Israelites, but because we are children of faith. We are of faith. We are of faith. And the scripture Foreseeing God, that God would justify the heathen through faith, preach before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then, they which be of faith are blessed without, with, with, with faithful Abraham. They are blessed with faithful Abraham. My blessing is equal to Abraham's blessing, which will be justification by faith, righteousness through faith. Glory to Jesus. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse. For it is written, Curse is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith and faith alone. Hallelujah. Verse 12. And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. We couldn't have continued the law, and so the law obviously will be a curse unto us, but Christ redeemed us out of the curse of the law, oh glory to Jesus, that we may be imputed with righteousness, justified by faith apart from works. Glory to Jesus. Verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Notice carefully, the same concept here, concept here, justification through faith. Nothing material is mentioned. Why do we link it to material wealth? That must be bad teaching. That must be wrong doctrine. Verse 13 and 14 has been preached by some as curse of the law in Deuteronomy 28. Not so. Deuteronomy has put it in plural. Here it is singular. Also, context is key. Like it's king. Let, let, let's, let's look at context. Curse of the law isn't sickness, disease, or poverty. It's singular. In Galatians, let's go back to Galatians. In Galatians, Chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. Galatians 3, 29. For if ye be Christ, then ye are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Who is Abraham's seed? And what is the promise? Let's go to chapter 3, verse 26 of Galatians. Chapter 3, verse 26 of Galatians. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Those who believe in Christ those who believe in Christ. Jesus buttressed this well in John 8, 39. John 8, 39. John 8, 39. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. 
Jesus said unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. 44. Let's jump to 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the last of your father will ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. Verse 56. Let's jump to 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. Jews, but not Abraham's children, neither were they blessed. Jews, but not Abraham's children, and neither were they blessed. Abraham's works was his believing. Abraham's works was his believing. The work of faith is your believing. Believe. Believe. Hence the rich man in Lazarus' story in Luke chapter 16, Lazarus' story in Luke chapter 16 was rich but not blessed. The man was rich but not blessed. Lazarus was poor but blessed. Natural seed the former. But yet Satan's spiritual child, whereas the latter is God's child via faith. Natural seed is the former. But yet Satan's spiritual child, whereas the latter is God's child via faith. It's very, very clear. It's very, very, very clear. Let's praise further. Let's praise further. Let's praise further. What's What's, what's the blessing? What's the promise in Galatians chapter 3 verse 29? Is it fiscal wealth? Obviously no. Is it fiscal wealth? Obviously no. Galatians 3.14 says the promise of the spirit. What was promised Abraham was the promise of the spirit. The spirit is the promise. Galatians 4, 6 and 7 will get it clear. And because ye are sons, God has set forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ, the spirit of adoption. You are talking about the spirit of adoption. Again, nothing material is in the discourse. Nothing material is in the discussion at all. Those Blessed with Abraham are those who are justified by faith. Any connection to material world will be another gospel. We'll not be, we'll not be making justice to, the, to, to, to scripture. Consequently, receive the new birth, the promised spirit, and as sons of God, justified by faith, receive the new birth, which is the promised spirit, and are sons of God. Hence, Jews aren't God's, the Jews are not God's children because they are Abraham's natural offspring. But only those who believe and receive justification through faith, whether Jews or Gentiles, in Christ there is a level playing field. For the blessing which is in Genesis chapter 12 was for all nations. All nations. The blessing in chapter 12 of Genesis was for all nations, both Jews and Gentiles. So the nation 
Israel today is not is not the offspring of Abraham. No, 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 no. Why? Because you think they are natural offspring. No, no. If you are a Jew and you don't believe Christ, you are you are you are you are you are, you are, you are a reprobate. Without much ado, in pre-New Testament days, many weren't Jews and yet had wealth, weren't blessed in Abraham. Hmm. It's serious. It's, it's a serious matter. Hallelujah. It, it's very clear. Also, many Jews too had wealth and weren't blessed. Many were blessed who were not Jews, and many Jews had wealth and were not blessed. Glory to Jesus. I hope you are, you are getting the, the, the dichotomy, the difference. Many had have conferred the, this blessing on Jews naturally, and foisting an illusory supernatural wealth on the Jew, no matter his faith, it remains an illusion, I can tell you. It remains an illusion. Many have said that the Jews are wealthy people by, by natural, natural descent. It is not true. It is not true. It remains an illusion. In Bible days, majority of Jews were poor. Look at John 12, 12, uh, John 12 8. For the poor always ye have with you, but me ye have not always. That is Jesus speaking here. So, we had a lot of Jews who were poor in the days of Jesus. In fact, in the book of Acts, relief was sent from Gentile nations, nations to Jerusalem when they were in their serious dry season. When they suffered a major drought, reliefs were sent from Gentile nations to Jerusalem to take care of the faithful. It's a serious matter. So, that connection, oh, they are naturally blessed by who? Blessed by who? It remains an illusion. It remains an illusion. Hallelujah. Acts 11, 29. Then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea. So, what blessing did Abraham have? Romans 4, verse 8. Abraham is the blessed, is the blessed. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. So what blessing did Abraham have? Romans 4, 8. Very clear. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And that's what we have today. Abraham believed and was declared righteous, not kept believing. He remained righteous by that single act in Genesis chapter 15 and verse 6. He sinned he after, but it was not reckoned. He made a lot of mistakes after, but it was not reckoned. He was a shrewd businessman. He lied. He did a lot of things after, and yet it was not reckoned. But by the single act in Genesis chapter 15 verse 6, Abraham believed once, and he remained righteous. Till forever. Mm. Mm. Rather, Abraham started to grow spiritually. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. 
Genesis chapter 17 verse 1. And when Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Notice, it's not be perfect. So you can walk before me. No. His his ways weren't always right. Abraham's ways weren't always right. He lied. He doubted. He did so many things, etc. But it wasn't imputed. It wasn't imputed. Here, he's being trained, developed into maturity. James captured this very well. James captured it very well. Many have thought that James contradicted Paul. Never. The teachings of James are very clear. They are very explicit. They weren't paying attention to detail. I'm sure that would be the problem. Let's go to James chapter 2, 21 to 24. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac, his son, upon altar? Seest thou how faith wrought with his works? And by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which said, Abraham believed, that was the faith part, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Ye see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Verse 21 was taken from Genesis 22. Whereas verse 23 was taken from Genesis chapter 15. He believed and then he worked. His works was not to cause him to believe. No, he believed and then worked. Aha. In verse 21, the offering of Isaac where we, we have works of righteousness, not being made righteous as Abraham was already righteous. In verse 23, he was made righteous by faith. Hence, 24 men show works of righteousness, corresponding actions to faith, justification by faith. Works of faith prove faith, but lack of it can't deny it either. The works of faith prove faith, but the lack of faith can't deny it either. I hope you, I hope you understand. Just like Abraham, at some point, some might not have works to prove faith, but they have believed and are justified. Abraham's blessing is not money. Let me state it again. Abraham's blessing is not money or this world's wealth. Even though he was rich and all material blessings are from God, he owns them all. The term blessed materially is equally used for non-believers. The term blessed, let me state it again, the term blessed materially is equally used for the non-believer. Let's go to Matthew 5, 44. 45. Matthew 5, 45. That ye may be the children of, the, of your father which is in heaven, for he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth the rain on the just and on the unjust. He blesses both believer and non-believer materially. He does not discriminate. He does not discriminate. 
So material blessing is not the sole preserve of Christianity. No, 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 no. Just like signs and wonders. This is not the blessing. Material wealth is not the blessing. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 10. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. They look forward to a non-material substance. They looked forward to a non-material substance. Hebrews 12, 22 and 23. But ye are come unto Mount Sion. Ye are come. We've come to our destination. And unto the city of the living God, a heavenly Jerusalem, and unto a innumerable, innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Zion. Glory. Where we are today, as they without us didn't receive this. That's in verse 20, 39, Hebrews 11, 39 and 40. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. I hope it's clear enough. Abraham's children are blessed with him. They have righteousness through faith and have received the spirit of adoption. So next time we sing Abraham's blessings are mine, lift up your hands and thank God for the blood of the Lamb, declaring, I am righteous of God in Christ and am without fault and blameless before him. More than Abraham's gold mine, I have redemption in his blood. Forgiveness of sins is mine. Christ's sacrifice for sins is mine. Sin is not imputed for me. I am blessed like Abraham, like David. So blessed. This is the blessing of Abraham. Justification through faith. I am justified. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I trust you're blessed. I trust you're edified. The blessing of Abraham is justification through faith, which is better than any gold mine, which is better than silver and gold. We celebrate you, Jesus, for the finished work of the cross. We celebrate you, Lord, that today we understand that the blessing is not material. Ah, material blessings cannot be compared to what you came to give us. Blessings without measure. Blessing without measure. Thank you, Father. The blessing of Abraham is truly mine. I am justified without works. I am glorified in Christ Jesus. I am made righteous. I am righteous. I am righteous. Righteousness has been imputed upon me through faith in Christ Jesus. Glory to Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I trust you're blessed. I trust you're edified. I'll see you soon. Amen.